city's residents. Jack White's Thurman Records have started a water drive for Flint. They're raising money through Crowd Rice, and every $13 donation enters you into the chance to become a Third Man Platinum Vault subscriber for five years. Platinum members receive exclusive records and merchandise, live chats with White, and more. Oh my God, I might do that. Uh, <laughs> might <laughs> come have to, to pay thirteen dollars <laughs> at their new Detroit f- uh, storefront. They're also accepting donations from a chance to win their limited edition Hateful Eight soundtrack box set. Oh, I didn't know he did the soundtrack. Um, Pearl Jam have also started a crowd rise campaign, and what's more, they pledged to donate three hundred thousand for the United Way of Genesee County Flint Water Fund. Uh, Big Sean has also supported a crowd rise from a uh, fundraising effort and needed $10,000 through his nonprofit and Sean Anderson Foundation, quoting, I am devastated by the water crisis, but that has put the entire city of Flint in a state of emergency. Um, and it is my hope that they can help, they can be helped by raising money needed to ensure that the children who have been hit by the hardest receive the care they need today as well as is in the future. Uh, Mick Meal reported made a donation to the Flint Child Health and Development Fund. He also sent 600,000 bottles of water to the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan and encouraged his Instagram nemesis, 50 Cent, to help out as well. Uh, Sure sent over uh, 180 bottles, uh, 80,000 bottles of water to the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan. She has been very vocal about how Governor Snyder should resign and be jailed. That was it. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. I like how rappers getting involved and calling each other out to, to donate money. You <laughs> gotta do it, yo. Know, like that? Do it positively. Do I it, guess. yo. If you're gonna if you're gonna talk shit about how much money you have, okay. Put your money with your mouth. Shell it out. Yeah. You know? Just donate it. <laughs> <laughs> just put it where it matters. Yeah, for exactly. Once. Don't just throw it in the air. Give it to people who could actually use it for yeah. something good. Well, that's that's what they're saying. <laughs> Cutty, <Kadisha. laughs> Do something meaningful with your bling and your... <laughs> okay, we can't. We can't pull okay. it over too late. Yeah, let's not go there. Okay. <laughs> right. So, anyways, uh, the good bad is here, and we're really excited to have them. Thanks. Great. And um, how are you guys doing tonight? We're doing great. Great. And uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves and why you're here tonight? Sure. Uh, we're here tonight just to generally get the word out about us. We've been around the city for a long time. We've played as a, a couple of different bands. Um, most recently, the Neckbeard Boys. And about a year ago, we changed our name to The Good Bad, and we're kind of hitting the trail pretty hard, playing some high-energy bluegrass music. Right on. Yeah. And um, have you played that type of music consistently, or have you changed? Yeah, the previous bands were all, or the previous carnations, incarnations. Carnation is a flower. (laughs) Carnation milk. It's a filler flower. It used to be flowers. Now we're musicians. Um, Yeah, it's all been this kind of raucous drinking music. <laughs> right on, and we encourage that. Yeah. By the way, Radio loves that. <laughs> good company, though. <laughs> That's good. And you guys are going to be playing a show down the street at. Yeah, we're playing tonight at Amnesia. Amnesia. Yeah. Right. Um, actually, Audra here, the bass player, and I, um, we are going to be playing in all three of the bands. Oh that wow! Are playing tonight. That's insane. So we're doing a heavy workload. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be uh, we're prepared. We're each only in two, but yeah. together okay. we straddle the three. Mm-hmm. Not to brag or anything. No. <laughs> but then you have a bigger chance of making a, a buck. 
I yeah, guess. Yeah, that helps. Totally. But here in the city, especially here in the city, it's it's less about making money for us and more about it's, just yeah. kind of having a party with our friends. You know, we're lucky enough that our fans are our friends and they come and support us. So that's awesome. And who else are you going to be playing with tonight? Uh, there's a band called Mean Louise that Otter is in, and a band called Twine House that I'll be playing the bass in. And then the good bad will be headlining. We go on around 10 o'clock, 10:30. Right on. And um, is Amnesia one of your favorite venues to play at in the city, or what do you? It definitely is. It's been. I've been here for 12 years or so, and it's Congrats. always been a, a, a kind of a staple of the community, especially right. the bluegrassy kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been very supportive of that. So it's it's great for us to go there and play. We've played there before several times, and we just always have a great night there. That's awesome. And what is the cover charge, if there's one? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Not bad. To me. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have to. I pay have to time, check with the worry. treasure. Hence, you're not a solo artist. You're an actual. <laughs> right. <one>. Exactly. <laughs> Every member of the band needs each other. <laughs> and where can people find out more about your band online? Well, we're on Facebook. That's probably the most constantly updated version of ourselves. Uh, we also are on Reverb Nation. And uh, we have our own website. Yeah, uh, thegoodbadmusic.com is our website. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify. You oh, yeah, I noticed us, that. Uh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah so have to check you. CD Baby, we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. And would you say most of your listening audience is based here in the Bay Area? or do you t- It is, yeah. We've been touring around a little bit, but the majority of our fan base is, is here. You know, we spend a lot of time here in home court, and uh, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We are a little spread out, though. I have mm-hmm. uh, a decent chunk of fan base up in New England. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah um, I could see that. It's where I'm from, so they... There you go. The family spreads the word, <laughs> yeah. and they come out, and they come to the shows. It's fun. It's fun. New England, wh- where in particular? I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right outside of Cape Cod. Okay. When we started the band, everyone in the band was from California, and they were all surfers. And then there was me from Massachusetts, and I had never surfed before in my life. It was a real funny dynamic. They'd all, we'd go down to Santa Cruz to play a show, and they'd just have their eyes on the ocean the whole time. Right, like, when's this going to be over? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Distractions. Mm -hmm. But then it's also good to have that kind of difference, right? Uh, Bouncing off of each other, your your influences. It makes a big difference in, in songwriting, especially. Uh, you find like they wrote with a, a very West Coast style, mm-hmm. and I wrote a little bit more, especially lyrically, more like I talk a little bit faster, a little bit more uh, edgy. edgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where, wh- who would you say are your musical influences? They're pretty wide ranging. I know myself personally, when we started this project, it was very much about the Double Mix Three. It was very much that kind of like almost a punk attitude with with bluegrass instrumentation mm-hmm. you know still like a real lively high energy show um, and darker yeah a little bit darker and as we've played more and more it's grown more into a broader bluegrass more like uh, like Bella Fleck a little bit and uh, I certainly like listen to a lot of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we do such vocal work we do a lot of mm-hmm. three four part vocal harmonies mm-hmm. you know there are a lot of influences that come from the vocal world as well yeah definitely mm-hmm. And um, where do you guys see yourself in the next year? What are some uh, projects that you're working on? Well, the big deal for us in the next year is, is touring outside of the state. Uh, we're spending a lot of time up in Oregon. Uh, we're trying to get up to Washington, over to Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd really love to be playing in some of the, you know, the festivals 
Like, there's so many awesome festivals here Hardly, stri Hardly Strictly. We have been trying to get into Hardly Strictly oh, for years. For six I years, couldn't picture you guys the there. Party, and we have such a great time. And actually, I know with Aaron, that's <laughs> Aaron is the, the guy from player. up the street? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he and I, this band really kind of formed because of Hardly Strictly. And so we would just love to play it, but... Keep trying. Someday. Someday. We're Don't give trying. up. Anyone out there with Harley oh. Strictly? Give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> They're big fans of the show. Ah, oh, cool. But yeah, we were just thinking, or we were talking about the last time we had a stand-up bass was another local bluegrass band called The Creek. Oh yeah, we know The Creek. And that was a couple of years ago. We we're like, what's yeah, the I haven't last heard time? from them in a while, actually. Are they yeah. still? Yeah, I haven't either. Hmm. They we were I a huge record, or it was like a Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. I, I remember that. But, yeah, um, Hardly Strictly has really been picking up the past couple of years, like, outside lens, but... Yeah, I think once they, uh, it seems like uh, when Warren, like, all of those kind of the old guards started passing away, you saw it started getting a little bit more eclectic with their music choices and a mm -hmm. little bit bringing in bigger and bigger people. Right, but there's still room for the little guys. Right. But you guys aren't so little anymore. You're growing. We're growing. Is that right? That's <laughs> 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 good analogy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's still thinking about it. I don't know. It'd be nice. That, that, that festival, they give lo like smaller groups like a chance yeah. to be seen, which I guess I'm very new to this group, but I guess that's probably what the goal would be to like somehow get the, someone to help us out and be like, can you put us in, you know, getting on the right state, you know, that's what part of that festival is all about, I think. Getting that exposure, the initial exposure, rather, to a new audience or, mm -hmm. you know, somebody who's going to take you to the next level too, right? Yeah, yeah, hopefully. That's going to happen. <laughs> I like your positivity. So I'd love to hear a song by you guys. Um, do you want me to start maybe with a track off of Spotify, or I'll totally leave it up to you guys? Um, you, you could do that if you'd like, or we could just grab the instruments and play one for you if you'd rather. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Because okay. I love hearing bluegrass right live. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, let's grab the instruments, guys. Oh, we'll set up right here. I opened them all up. Someone's ready to go. <laughs> We're prepared. We try. Well, there's, when there's so many of us in the band, like yeah. it's easy to prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've seen it all here at Mutiny radio and um, trying to queue up I was gonna queue up a song but maybe not maybe not I have a CD on if you I did make a playlist okay but look see we're, we're quick and easy <laughs> that's what I love I mean we don't usually we get that but not normally <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense it does usually but not normally <laughs> <laughs> what is normal anyway right. oh look at that I didn't see that before what on the up above panel they've been there they've been really? there for a few weeks now there I didn't notice it <laughs> I only see that because I kept knocking into it, knocking it over. Just give us a second yeah. to tune up here. Take your time. It's an old, the old musician's quandary. <laughs> People who actually tune their instruments. You can play a song while they tune up. But I like We can hear it. It's a song called Tuning. <laughs> 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 
this is The Good Bad, and stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Little spare change? Sure. play that song when somebody asks me for spare change. It's a big part of it. 
she lives in downtown, so that's yeah. happens a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of homeless people yeah. around. Yeah, I live right on uh, 14th and Minna, and I, I wrote that song pretty much walking down the street one day. That's how the chorus <laughs> you, came up. You know how it is. Yeah, exactly. Living that life. Mm-hmm. And that's great. <laughs> is that song um, available on an album or for download? It is. That's off of our, uh, our most recent release, um, which we pretentiously self-titled. <laughs> we thought we were so good well, that we, we could just self-title it. We came to a stalemate. Nobody could agree <laughs> okay. on, the, on, the things, on the name of the album, so we're just like, well... So yeah, that one's called The Good Bad, and I think the easiest way to purchase it is on CD Baby. Oh yeah, that's a that's an oldie but a goodie. That's been I mean it's been, right, around, it's been around for a long, for a long time. time. I kind of forgot about it until Otter, the bass player here. Uh, and how much of a cut do you get, if you don't mind me asking? I don't remember right offhand, but it's like eighty-five or something percent. Oh wow, that's not bad. Wow, that's, that's pretty good. pretty yeah, generous. That's not bad at all. All right, that's uh-huh. worth it. And um, tell us a little bit more about the instrumentation. Is this w- pretty much standard for this most songs? This is pretty songs standard. Or? Oftentimes we'll have a fiddle player with us. Um, we don't like to change up too much uh, the overall instrumentation on songs. Um, we do some slide guitar work, which, which comes through on the new album a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we've got Aaron on the mandolin, Audra on the bass, and Peter on the banjo, and I'm on the guitar here. Um, and when we have the fiddle player with us, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, you couldn't make it in time for the radio show, but he'll be here at Amnesia this evening. Right on. And what t- uh, what time does the good bad go on? I think 10.30 is what we're slotted for. 10.30. But in the nature of live music, we'll probably go on at 10.45 or less. <laughs> or just keep you drinking at the bar. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> you never know. It's true. You might go in on nine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that happened to us once. Yeah. We went there, and uh, we were booked for the... We were booked at nine, nine o'clock, ten o'clock. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were booked at nine, so all of our fans showed up at nine, and then the venue changed on us at the last minute oh, and shoot. asked us to go on at midnight. Oh shoot! And it was a Tuesday night. Uh, so that's like, the word. You lost your fan base. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is when uh, the venue doesn't expect you. Have you ever done that before? Oh mm-hmm. no! And, and the venue like, who are you? Like, oh man. You guys are tonight? And we're like, (laughs) (laughs) nah. This is such a tough conversation. (laughs) That's interesting. What's what's the craziest interaction you've had at a venue? Or like, what's the most memorable thing? Oh, I don't think. I think mine's probably too explicit for the radio. (laughs) I want to hear it. (laughs) And that involves a a gig out in um, out in Sacramento. Ah, that's why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, <laughs> can already see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to leave that one behind. Just Everyone from SAC is so mad right now after that comment. <laughs> They're like, I'm not listening to this station ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you come up with the name for the group? Some pe- When I was telling people promoting you guys for the show, they're like, the good bad, the good bad. <laughs> they were curious about the name. Yeah, so. uh, I think... Um, <laughs> The impetus behind that one was on Aaron. Uh, Aaron and I used to work together, and uh, we were sitting down at the, the coffee table in the in the break room, and trying to come up with a new name. You know, being the Neckbeard Boys for so long, we just were struggling to find a new name. And uh, I don't remember exactly well, how you came it, up with well, it. Well, initially it was going to be Uncle Dad and the Good. Oh, Uncle Dad, Dad that's right. <laughs> Sorry, I was like. Yeah, no. Uncle Dad. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. So, I don't know where this conversation's going. To be. So <laughs> there's a reason we didn't keep right. the Uncle Dad part. The reason why we left that part out in yeah. our story. Oh, so we're God. like, yeah, let's just let's go with the Good Bad. That's got a nice ring to it, you know. And uh, so there you go. 
So because it rhymed with Uncle Dad. Well, yeah, it was either that yeah. or the firm worms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea that the other options were being considered. I did have a conversation earlier today where someone, it, it came up, there's bad can be used in a, in a the good sense, like Michael Jackson or whatever. Right. So Who's bad? There's the bad oh, bad, and then there's the good, the good bad. bad, and we're that. Oh. Uh, there you go. Okay. Just tell everyone that. <sighs> the light went better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally mixed. got it. <laughs> Nice. Y'all heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> and how did you guys initially meet? So you guys worked together? Yeah, Aaron and I worked in. together. Um, Craigslist. Craigslist, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Some of the best things come from Craigslist. <laughs> Apparently. People get murdered on there, too. But. You know, uh, <laughs> I've, uh, the weirdest Craigslist thing I ever did was actually not joining this band. It was... Uh, I did a ride share to Alaska, and the first time I oh, met the wow. guy was getting in his car in Berkeley to drive to Alaska together. Oh, and seven days later, we were like best friends. Uh, oh, that's like crazy. A, like a I love it. Dude in a small car. That's a different. That's another situation. Well, there was so an crazy. artist here that had like they had a, like an expo here mm-hmm. at our art space, and they she met her husband through Craigslist. Oh, oh that's right. Oh. Yeah, David. Back in the that. day, though, back when it first started. Oh yeah. When it was legit. When it was legit. When Craig was still on yeah. <laughs> 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 This looks legit. That looks okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's super crazy. But um I'd love to hear another song. Yeah. All right. How about um what do you guys think? Whiskey Devil or Joshua? Oh, or? Yeah. Either or. Pick <laughs> one. Whiskey Devil Whisk- or Joshua. The whiskey one. I will. <laughs> the name itself. <laughs> Just. <laughs> sure. This is a really old song. It's it's um, one of the first songs we wrote for sure. Luke Filbert, you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Luke knows what's up. Um, it's about whiskey. All right. Here we go.
guess you're a repeat offender. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the first time. The second time, the third time, fourth time. (laughs) Do you have any other shows coming up besides the one tonight? We do, yeah. Um, Let's see, next weekend we're playing in Tahoe in Squaw Village.
six months pregnant. I'm five months sober. I feel. <laughs> I feel amazing. Feel very, very proud of myself. Um, none of us are actually ready to get the news that they need to be sober like today. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like one day you're partying, the next day it's like now you're done, and you're like, but I, I just, I just need a little more time. You know, <laughs> I just need to taper off and have like one last hurrah. But you can't do that. You can't find out you're pregnant and then like go buck wild and fucking take a bunch of Molly. You know what I'm saying? And fuck your old boyfriends. You can't do that. You have to, you have to be like, all right. Right, I'm married. I'm sober. This is my life now. You know, I've got tall nipples. Let's just go for it. <laughs> but I mean, because we're all we're all just like very close to being alcoholics. You know what I'm saying? Like when I went to the went to the doctor's office before, they give you that survey that asks you like how many drinks per week you have, which makes me feel horrible every time, because it's like it, you know it's like one to three. And it's like who lives that life, fucking Mormons? And then. <laughs> Four to seven, that's the one I always pick because that seems like a normal amount, you know what I'm saying? But it still seems like the doctor's going to be like four to seven, you know? But I don't know. I feel like in one night, I could do four to seven in one night, you know? Um, and most times when we all go out on a Saturday, we have at least three drinks. Otherwise, what are we doing? Why are we even drinking, you know? <laughs> Sometimes we have three drinks in one drink. And then, okay, so let's say, let's say you have a light Saturday. You've had, you know, like, let's say you have a martini because you have class or you have a Long Island because you want to get fucked in the butt. And either one of those is great. <laughs> but that's three drinks right there, you know? And then on Sunday, you're going to have at least one Bloody Mary to take the edge off or two. Now you're up to, now you're up to five. And then you have a bad Tuesday. You've got two glasses of wine. You're almost in the next drink bracket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're, you're just one more bad day at work away from talking to your doctor about cessation classes. <laughs> So f finding out that you have to quit like cold turkey, that's like, it's cool and all, but it's not like you're this pregnant. You're just like your regular body. And then... <laughs>
Twisted up in string and 
All right, all right. You're listening to Mission Music, Balance Breakfast's new podcast at Mutiny Radio. I'm Balance Breakfast co-founder, Stefan Aronson. And I'm Jason. I am from Great Highway. And I am Corey of Savants No Good. We have a special guest here with us today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, my name's Jamie Friedman. I'm, uh... <laughs> Uh, you can find me online at Always More to Hear, and I work at Pandora, and I'm a singer in Conspiracy of Venus. Nice. Oh, Conspiracy of Venus. That's oh, the Oh, I one. totally know those. Yeah. yeah I, I know that. Yeah. I see you said you're in a choir. Yeah, I didn't. like church choir or like... That too. Uh, you know, like... I sing in churches sometimes. Yeah. That's a good group. They're really good. Thanks. I, I, I lived with a girl who is... You used to be in that group. I don't know if she still is. And, uh, What's her name? Oh God! <laughs> You'll no, think of it. No, we can it, we can come back to that. It was so long ago because okay. they've been around for a while now. Yeah, like I think like we're in our thirteenth season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll have to ask about that faux show. Seems like she mentioned it. Seems like we got to talk about it. Yeah, maybe we should oh, start yeah. with that. So tell us about Conspiracy of Venus. Uh, well, we've <laughs> it's our thirteenth season, all female, um, acapella group. It's ironic because our next gig is at Piedmont Piano in downtown Oakland, but we will not be using pianos. Um, all of the arrangements are done by our director, Joyce Todd McBride, and we do covers of David Bowie, Bjork, Joni Mitchell, Tom Waits, the Beatles. Um, we have a new one. We, we do Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Nice. Um, 
we have a Stevie Wonder tune that we're doing, and it's it's not what you'd think of like with Glee acapella. There's no there aren't a lot of soloists. It's all through composed, very difficult music. Um, it's super fun, super hard. Um, I'm a trained singer. I, yeah. I sung opera in college, so it's super fun for me. And the women are awesome. They're they're kind of my family here. Um, I'm, I'm so super tempted to, to yeah. look on Facebook and find out the name of the girl that I know. And, but then, I'll, we'll but then, I, then I won't listen to you. Then I'll That's be like right. over here doing this. But yeah, we, we have a gig um, the end of October. I believe it is the 27th. Cool. Yes, at, in the afternoon. Piedmont oh, Piano yeah. at 4 o'clock. Um, should and, be fun. And Piedmont Piano is a piano store that has a, it's also a venue or something? Yeah, I've never, never been. But mm. that's, and supposedly they have some like super designer, beautiful art piece pianos that are like worth a quarter of a million dollars. Oh, right. That's what I've heard, yeah. That's nice. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, awesome. I, um, I hear I hear your chairs chiming in on this, too. No, no, that's that old guy in the corner All of your just cha- complains. All of your, yeah, all of your chairs think this is amazing, too. I don't too. like it. I brought, um, we, 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 we've, we've been slowly putting new stuff in here so that that, that way we don't hear a crackle chiming in. Um, how, how about we spray some WD-40 on those chairs so we don't hear the chairs chiming in? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, you want to wiggle around and I'll spray and we'll see what happens? Sure. Let's wiggle and jiggle it. And uh, she's going to sing the wiggle song. That's the wiggle song. Did your uh, ranger do that one also, or is that one of your We did the hustle once. Did the hustle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of Are you want to wiggle around? Hey, that was good. <laughs> this is a this is a this such a janky uh, booth we're in, honestly. But it's so great. But we've been, yeah, he's right. We've been gradually just putting in our own stuff, and it's getting better. It's getting better. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just ignore the man behind you squirting juice. Oh, gosh. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, it smells good. Yeah. It's good for the bronchitis. Yeah, we're all going to get a little high in here now on WD-40. Um, a little better. Goodness. A little better. That will make yeah. the show more fun. I mean, WD-40 is good. also good for getting paint off your hands. If you ever get paint on your hands and you're like, I can't get this paint off. Uh, yeah. WD-40. <laughs> and also, I want to be high. I can't put W I can't put WD forty on this chair with no wheels though. It's like it's just just uh, loud. Yeah. You could just put it on you could just squirt your knees with it, you know, just to get like a nice. <laughs> Sometimes I need to squirt my knees with it. <laughs> with what? That's what WD forty. Oh, okay. We're turning into a morning show now. We're getting raunchy. Yeah. Uh all right, Jamie. Yo. <laughs> so tell us uh Tell us the story of, of you and uh, arriving at Pandora and oh, uh, goodness. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and tell us about singing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, so uh, choir was my favorite thing on earth when I was in high school. And so um, when I went to college, I studied, uh, I started, I went to University of Michigan to study music education because that was the one thing I could think of. It's like, I want to do music all the time. Yeah. Uh, turned out I didn't want to wave my arms around in front of a bunch of high school kids like as a conductor. So I went into music history, and I was studying voice. I'm a trained opera singer. Um, and then That's I went cool. into ethnomusicology for, for grad school. In between, I uh, had an internship at Smithsonian Folkways and the Kennedy Center. That was cool. Okay, so the opera thing, like, yeah. is, is it hard to uh, sing, to transition to doing pop singing from that 
or was that was that did, was that a bit of an adjustment or I mean I'm not a pop singer like yeah. I I will sing and people if even if it's not opera they'll they'll say oh have you had voice lessons mm-hmm. but like, when yes. you're but when you're in conspiracy of venus i assume they make you sing a little bit not not uh, oh opera. yeah i mean i can't go all diva yeah. you know um wagner yeah yeah although sometimes it works um but actually it's interesting because at the very beginning of the group um like 13 years ago i joined and my voice was so big that it kind of i felt like it stuck out Mm. Um, with the other women that were there. Mm-hmm. And so I, I left <laughs> and went to go sing in some other choirs. Oh, really? I've sung in like six, maybe six choirs over the last 12 years. Does Conspiracy so. of Venus call itself a choir or an, uh, we used to call them acapella groups when they were pop music. Um, yeah, I would say that we are, a, we are choir. Okay. How yeah. many of, how many of you are there? I think there's 24 of us. Oh yeah. So that's, it's the yeah. size of it. I feel like it, cause acapella groups usually was like 12 or less. I think. I mean, we actually do different kind of music than what you would think of as a collegiate acapella. Collegiate acapella, at least from my perspective, you would, you know, you hear like a doa, doa, doa. Mm. You're like, you know, like a, yeah. Whatever, and then you have a soloist that like steps out yeah, into the middle. Yeah, maybe some beatboxing in there. Yeah, we don't do that. Yeah, um, it's very through composed. Um, there's it's two two soprano sections, two alto sections. So the alto two sing real low, and I used to do that, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a soloist, but most of the time the the um, Joyce the way the Joyce arranges it is the the um, harmony just oh sorry the melody kind of switches and goes through each part. Um, yeah. And sometimes we split like into, I think, and when we do, we do, uh, I'm only sleeping by the Beatles and I'm pretty sure there's at least eight parts. Wow. So it's, I mean, it's definitely, it's acapella music. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes we, sometimes we haven't like on our, if you listen to our CD, we have our, sorry, our record, our CD, our album. Um, is it not on CD? Is that what it actually is on CD, <laughs> but it just feels ridiculous say to say CD the word then. CD. Yeah. My four, CD. my four-year-old daughter knows what a CD is. Cause I have them in the car and it's adorable. Cause there's no other four-year-old in the world probably that knows what a CD. Yeah. I want to listen to CDs. Yeah. Um, uh, that we do have some instruments in there, but, um, but it is most we do mostly perform acapella. I think the reason a four-year-old would 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 like a CD would be the shine, you know, the shininess, as it's a shiny, uh, pretty little object. So. Yeah, I have them in the little, you know, those little books. Yeah. And I, because I have, you know, I had a huge collection, and I have an old yeah. car. Yeah. So I just have them in there, and she pulls them out, and she's like, I want to listen to this one. Mm-hmm. I want, and so she loves Imogene yeah. Heap. Oh. Imogene Heap CD. Nice. Um has like a picture of her on it. It's like this drawing. And I think she just thinks it's pretty. Yeah. And Imogen Heap gets pretty uh, coral and uh, multi. Oh my God. I love her vocal. so much. Yeah. I, say, I don't know. I don't know who that is. How would you pick? Oh, that? the, well, we, what the hell is, is going, going on? on? Yeah. That's all. She was no. in Fru Fru. No. No oh, dude, Stefan. Yeah. Maybe we should Corey's play some. Also, yeah, okay, I'm on oh, maybe we should play some. She's play amazing. The, the thing that she's doing right now is that she has these um, electronic gloves yeah. and she moves around and, and she moves her hands around and they're, they're, they've got this software in them so she can... Um, Play music with them. Yeah, she can she can do her samples yeah. and and depending on how she moves her hands, I, you can't see me Different in the live packs. stream, but um, it's just she dances Black around on puppets. stage, basically, and it's open source software, so anyone can do it. So it's like going to be really cool to see how people take this technology and like I can think of entire dance troops making music. Wow. Like yeah. how cool! To, yeah. Anyway, she's awesome. Yeah, she's I love her. Dance. 
Yeah, she always she always seems to straddle that line between being like a little bit folksy, but also doing a lot of cutting edge production and yeah. Um, yeah. And she's also wonderfully British. She's got this very sing songy voice. Yeah. Hello, I'm Imogene. <laughs> that was a terrible English accent. <laughs> no, actually, it was pretty good. No, my husband's good. English. He would just laugh at me. No. Uh, Sorry, okay. Paul. If you're I was listening. gonna say I can hear him laughing right now. Yeah, totally. How are you? Oh. Hilarious. One. I love to count uh, the idiots <laughs> on the radio. Um, so, what else are you? What else are you listening to these days? What's 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 on your Pandora? So, <laughs> I, I've got this job where I get to build playlists. It's uh-huh. ridiculous. It's so, it's really cool. What is? How would you describe your job then? <laughs> so. Um, I'm so glad you asked. Um, so I'm on a team called uh, we're, um, Creator Services. And so Pandora has this whole suite of um, artist tools. So if you're on Pandora and your music's spinning on radio, you have access to all these things. And there's things you can like feature tracks. You can do artist messaging that plays on your channel. And then we also have this thing called Creator, um, creator Profile, where you can basically build playlists like you can on Spotify or any of the other services, but you can then add voice tracks in between. So it ends up sounding like a radio show or um, a podcast. Mm -hmm. And so we're just trying to get people to use these things. Um, I built one for the balanced breakfast breakfast. It was awesome. Um, It was so awesome. It was so awesome. So I, what I did was I, I picked this. Well, I think they were songs that the artists had chosen or that was already on the Spotify playlist, sorry. That was the one where we, that we did intros, too, right? Yeah, yeah and was it was like, hey, cool. we're Great Highway, Jason did yeah. one. Um, this is a song about X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're really awesome. Um, it's, you know, to help folks tell the stories behind their music, or yeah. um, you can also, you can really do whatever you want. You can talk about your influences. Um, Kendra McKenley did a great one about just music that she likes. Um, yeah. It's a great way that if you have a new album out, you can talk about it. It's a, just a cool marketing tool for like just an extra thing to put out in the world about yeah. this is my new record. Something I like about Pandora over Spotify is it feels like when they when they roll out features um, to to get you more connected to the artists, they they roll them out to like all the artists. Whereas like I feel like Spotify is constantly experimenting with their just their top echelon, oh, uh, like their top forty people. Like like sometimes I'll see a feature. And it'll be like, oh, the lyrics are scrolling over the album cover, or like, there's yeah. the story of the band below it in a in a in a vi- in a video or like a series of slides. That's really cool. And then as an artist, I try and like figure out how to do that. And you have to dig real deep into like Spotify's FAQs, and then finally find be. out like they're not. It's not for it's not for you. You know, like yeah. you're you're not you're not cool enough. You're not because you're not. Uh, Edward, uh, oh, yeah, I don't biscuit. know. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, there you you, go. YouTube did something like that where they have uh, YouTube. Ed Sheeran, that's what I was trying to Yeah, they oh. have YouTube artist. Um, yeah, so YouTube did something like that where they have YouTube artists, and I was all excited because it allows you to connect two accounts together with the idea that you have your 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 for fun account and your professional account. Yes. And then, and then, but the problem is they're only rolling it out for people with high enough followings. Mm. And it's like, come on, like you've made the technology, just let us use it. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why they don't. There's probably multiple reasons, but don't, why stick, they... up, don't stick up for them now. Well, you know, there are, there are reasons why they roll these things. <laughs> so what would sometimes. be a, what would be a thing you would, if you could do anything with Pandora, what would you do yeah. to like enhance the, the, the user experience? 
what would be like your first design? Well, <laughs> we have this new thing um, coming. That's they're just they're they're turning up the um, personalization stuff. Um, and I think what they're working on, I'm, I'm going to totally twist your question a little bit because <laughs> I'm not totally sure. I, this, I started this job in March, so I'm still really figuring it out. It's amazing yeah, yeah. how something that seems so simple is, very is such a complicated, Yeah. like I was like, oh, that's why this company has 2,500 people working. I mean, now it's more because of serious, yeah. the serious acquisition, but, um, there's going to be more editorial picks. The, the problem actually with Pandora as a, Program so I program classical music too, yeah. which is amazing to me. I was making, yeah. I was I'm working on a Beethoven playlist right now. It's Beethoven's birthday. A is next Beethoven year. playlist or yeah, we don't. So we have these A to Z's. Spotify calls them. This is blank. Yeah, and it's yeah. basically like a if you just want to listen to this artist and you want a human curated playlist that isn't just the all the top songs listen to this so on friday i was working on an abba playlist I so did, do you I, start with like their popular or how does that flow yeah you start with their popular ones you try to make it flow yeah um with the abba one i chose um take a chance on me first because it starts cool yeah you know take a chance take a chance take, yeah. take a chance yeah. good start yeah that's um, a i hear that in acapella groups a lot yeah it's such a good one <laughs> Um, and then you want to throw in some like deep cuts yeah. and then some live things and maybe some duets and, mm-hmm. you know, but Will you be throwing in podcasts in the future. Oh, so Pandora has podcasts mm-hmm. and podcasters are a lot. You can be a creator. You can make a playlist if you'd like. So can it be music podcasts, whatever you want it to be? Um, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I think you can program tracks yeah, in there. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cool that mix. We gotta put our podcast on Pandora. Yeah, you should try. Yeah, it. I think you should be able to submit it, and like you don't necessarily have to go through, because we we have. Um, I I will. You have there's there's a podcast for Pandora for podcasters. Submission process. Yeah. Okay, I'll look into that. Um and um we it's great like there's one called Aria Code it's basically um, Rana Giddens from the California Chocolate Drops and she mm-hmm. basically takes an Aria and just like tears it apart and then puts it back together so you like learn to understand what's going on in this aria and i'm trying to i want i really want to make a pandora story with her or with with aria code yeah it'd be really cool to like get all these arias all in one playlist yeah um but oh so you asked me about what the so what happens with pandora is because people can thumb up and thumb down if you can see i'm doing the thumb up and the thumb down um stations get really tweaked out so things, because listeners can program their own, you know, they can really influence um, what these stations are are playing. What are they're playing? So, yeah. like for instance, mm. on the there's one there's one classical station that doesn't actually play classical music. It plays like just like piano music yeah. that isn't classical, quote unquote classical. Yeah. It's just like you know songs called Lavender Hills mm-hmm. or like. You mean it's like modern stuff that's been recorded? It's not even, yeah, it's modern. Recently. It's just, it's it's basically music that you would hear playing in a waiting room, yeah. uh-huh. which actually Pandora does really well. And you're saying that's because people have voted that up? They like it. Yeah, they yeah. just like it. You it know? might not be right, but they, that's what they. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah. that's a thing that actually Quote becomes unquote. an issue with Pandora. So we're actually going to be doing more editorial stuff where the staff can pick have more of an influence yeah, on what people are listening to ranking or... and this other stuff won't go away yeah but um so it's kind of funny because you know in this world 
I mean, we, I guess there's people that have become famous through Pandora, like there that aren't that don't fall into a genre. Yeah. But like, it's nice to listen to like these. Oh, there's mm. string quartets that play pop covers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like where would they have, where, that you know that's, where would that live in yeah. like the world of right. music other than on? How do you discover that? Like, how does that put into a, in a into a, something like Pandora? Oh, I I would I wonder what people would maybe like um, wonder what they would look for and find. I don't know. Um, like Katy Perry covers, yeah, and then all of a the sudden they c- and then piano. they yeah. they hear a oh yeah you know firework string quartet cover and they're like oh this is nice. That's how I for random reasons I I built a I I won't go into the the, the motivation but I I built a, a playlist of uh, covers of the song Africa by Toto. Mm. And I, had, I had something <laughs> like twenty of them. It's a lot of lot. It time turns to out there's there's like eighty of, there's like eighty different covers of it and there yeah it's the full gamut of styles. There's there's uh there's piano music. There's a jazz cover. There's like swing. There's electronic music that c- covering it. Um, you can, I love a good cover, though. You can get Africa yeah, in any, any style you want. I hate a bad cover, though. There are so oh, many Oh, my God. Covers. And then there's some songs that can't be covered. What songs? I think In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. I've never heard a good good cover. That's fair. I was a big fan of um, covers in the, let's see, late 90s, early 2000s, when I feel like all the punk bands were doing covers of... Uh, mm-hmm. um, pop music but they were doing it in a very punk way yeah. that would be fun mm. i did a whole bluegrass covers playlist that was really fun bluegrass cover the punk one would be good too yeah, yeah. that'd be fun can you guys measure how well the playlists are doing I mean, mm-hmm. you yeah, can. We like, have, is we that have like a, a big part of your decision mm-hmm. process yeah i can see the numbers and how many things get played and is it like track by track mm-hmm. okay so you can and you can see how many are you can see skips you can see thumb up thumb down you can yeah. see what was completed and this is all part of the artist back the suite but it's called s- AMP. Yeah, you can. Yeah. S- but you can yeah. see it as as the creator and as the well. Creator yeah. Too. yeah, it's all the tools that you can see how things are going. So you you came up with a background in in choir singing, and mm-hmm. you've you you like classical music, so you've got a there's kind of a, a an old school component to your to your music background, and yet here you are at a at a tech company. How, when you look <laughs> at that, does that blow your mind? How how do you feel about you know, like if, if 10 years ago, your your past self beamed into the future and saw you were working for this streaming music service, like... Well, 10 years ago, I probably wanted to work at Pandora. I've yeah. been trying to oh, work really? at Pandora for years. Yeah. I actually work with a guy that I almost got his job six years ago. He's mm-hmm. on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, I was yeah, teasing happens. him about it for a while. <laughs> why Why did you want to work for Pandora over any it, of the other ones? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, no. I tried to work for all of them. Oh, okay. I applied to work at RDO. I applied to work for RDO. iTunes, all of them. Yeah. So that was like your them. career dream was to work for a streaming music company, essentially? No. Um, so I grew up in LA. And so the music world was there. And I think for a while I was like, oh, I, sh-. I think I never wanted to work for a record label because it just seemed so skeezy. Did you ever want to be it a is. full-time musician? No. Why not? Um, I did not. I, that life never. Yeah. And I'm also not that good. I mean, honestly, like I'm not that good. <laughs> oh. Like as a as a performer and a singer, like I don't think I don't write music. Mm, um, yeah. And my mom's probably my parents are listening. By the way, I think Hi, they're parents. in Australia. Um, my yeah. aunt's listening to. Sorry, guys, you're gonna like you're gonna get mad at me later. Parents. Did they did they raise you up to be a musician? Were they expecting you to be no. like, the next be a star? No, they were pretty pumped for me to go to grad school, though, to be a music professor. Yeah, that's cool. Um, oh, then, they wanted you to be a professor. Well, no, I think they were just like down to whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. 
Um, but the record label industry just seemed really like it's in the nineties. Yeah. yeah, and like skeezy. you know, just no, I don't think it's gotten any better. That's I, I think it's yeah. different. I think it's different, but it's not like yeah. yeah. Parts of it have grown because of the internet, but that are yeah. less skeezy. But there's yeah. still a big skeezy. Yeah. I can't get a sense of if it's like if the record company business is more powerful or less powerful than it used to They're be. They're pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. It seems it seems like they aren't because as a consumer, you don't feel like you're up against record labels as much. You don't see yeah. their branding. But I think invisibly the they're still so they're, yeah, they, they don't are. brand them themselves as much, yeah. but they I, yeah. I don't, I they are. I'll just say like from what I've seen they they still have yeah. the back door, but they don't have a hundred percent of the. What they used to have, like pretty much a hundred percent. Now oh. it's like there's like ninety percent, ninety five percent. Well, no, I think there's more because there's so much individual, indi- yeah, like like smaller, but and then the indie label. If well, anyone indie catches on, too. they go for distribution. They go to a, a yeah. major label, which is makes sense. You have to do that, yeah, because if you want to be a huge star, would you unless unless you kick ass on YouTube? Yeah, would you like to see you know the record the re- the the music industry be less record labely overall? Like would that would that be something? Do you think it'll happen? Oh gosh, you know more indie like twenty years, ten years. Band I mean, the only thing I can say is that I if if I worked, I, I don't know, I don't know the record labels, the the music industry is just bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, anyone who's been paying attention in the last ten years, it's like no one has any idea what's going to happen. Yeah. So. So you, so you don't have a you don't have a clear sense of like the future roadmap of the music industry when you look at it from the Pandora perspective. You can't really see how it's going to go. Well, it's consolid. I mean, it's already consolidated. Yeah. But what I'm seeing now is that these smaller services are popping up to fill the blanks of, like for classical music. Be, so there's this whole metadata thing with classical music because. <laughs> classical music has the composer element to it and mm-hmm. there's like billions of versions of different <laughs> pieces so the metadata is a mess so that's why if you go and want to listen to classical music on any streaming service it's like what what's happening what's going on this is doing this to me yeah so there's there's these smaller like gimme radio if you're yeah. familiar with them yeah so like i think they have a metal country and classical, yeah, I know I think. they have the metal one. I know it's popular in the country, and yeah, and it's beca- and it's because of all these subgenres, yeah, and you know these larger these larger streaming services. It's harder to really get what you want if you're looking for. I mean, that's the sense Deep, that I get. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I haven't spent a whole lot of time. I, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but um, they're not going to hear it unless they <laughs> listen to everything, which they might. But you know what? I don't know. It's going to keep changing. I don't know. The internet's a wild world. It is a weird one. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. But the record labels, yeah. I remember, so when I was a senior, I think a senior in high school, I did career day, and there was someone's dad that worked at Sony. Oh, God. So I got to go to Sony best and hang best. out, and I came home with, like, a like tower of CDs. Oh, wow. And it was stuff like Bare Naked Ladies, Joni Marie Prize Records, they mm-hmm. had them. I walked away with the coolest. I was like a kid in a candy store oh, collecting God, yeah. these CDs. Like, it was so fun. Yeah. It was super, it was amazing. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about living in LA. It's just weird. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. LA is weird and the music industry place. is weird and they're, they're there together. So they're like yeah. double weird. Art is weird. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you asked me about, oh, oh yeah. When, if I think I'd end up in tech, um, when I broke up with academia, I didn't know what I was going to do. When did Mm -hmm. you break up? Uh, we broke up when I, when I got my, when I got my master's degree and I, 
I did not get into the PhD program at Mother. University of Texas. Fuck. You know, I saw academia recently, and it didn't look so good. Oh, after, yeah, it's after a after haggard you, old yeah, bitch. Not shaving yes. anymore. <laughs> yeah. It kind of smelled bad. Although when I talked... Looked I, a little homeless, honestly. I have a friend who works at Texas A&M, and mm. whenever I talk to her, I do get a little jealous, and I tell her so. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, You're this week Pandora we talked... now. No, 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 for sure. And... You know, she's got like ten year stuff, and she's—I mean, she's writing. She's this girl's writing a book about psycho Billy. I mean, she's a badass. Okay, so fun. cool. You know, if it wasn't for like the fact that it doesn't pay shit, usually, I mean, with exceptions, academia is is, is great. Otherwise, well, if you could just teach, and that's the thing, you yeah. can't just teach. No, and that's what was yeah. my thing. I'm like, no. can I just teach? I also <laughs> no. like having my nights and weekends. It's like amazing. Yeah, yeah. And that's in nice. academia, you don't that's really another that. reason not to be a full time musician. Also, if you want, oh your, yeah, if, if you, you want, want your nights weekends. and weekends, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, money and weekends. It's nice to have Who those things. Them? Oh, everyone, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't know. You know, it's it's I I talk. I'm a I'm a day job musician as well, and I am I I I also don't feel like I'm good enough to do it full time. And I think about like the people I know that are doing it full time, and it's it's really interesting because they evangelize it. They're like, they're trying to get everybody to be a full time musician. You know, if you play music. And they hear and they catch wind that you do that. They're like, oh, "What are you doing? You're wasting your time with your day job. Like, get out of tech. Go, go. You know, get on the road and like, <laughs> make yourself a star." But then, immediately after the, that talk, you know, you'll see the stresses, right, that are in their life, like creep yeah. in, and you'll see how like they're just in this constant state of money panic, and they're they're traveling all the time, and they yeah. like have no time for like. I don't know, say authentic but bless friendships. Them, you know, yeah, like balance. If, oh, I mean, that yeah. was the thing too. And I felt this way about academia is that like you have to really want it. Yeah, you yeah, gotta really, exactly. really want And it. if you don't want it, then why would you do it? Or like, just make it a hobby. Have it a couple of yeah. hours out of the day rather than your whole day and yeah. night. And yeah, there's weekends. a lot of things you can want but not want so zealously that you're willing yeah. to sort of sacrifice sacrifice everything, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. and like if to say. and I don't, I like having a desk job. I'm like one yeah. of these weirdos. I like, to have I like different sitting types there of jobs. and being. Although I've got like carpal tunnel now, but <laughs> yeah, we should yeah. work on that. Dad. Um, yeah, and I, but um, but you know, if if you want it so bad and this is what you want to do. You, you know, do it. Yeah. You know, do it till you can't, or just yeah. keep doing it. And I, I mean, yeah. if and if that's what you want, and you're able to do it, I always say to academia, it's like getting married. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, getting a PhD. I'm like, until I know that I really want that, I'm not going to do it because it's like yeah. such a lifestyle. I always think of like when I was a, a kid watching like Star Trek: The Next Generation, and they would they they'd talk about this like quasi-communist future society where you could do anything you wanted and like the government would just give you a you know like a socialist just give you some money and i was like that sounds really great but nobody would be the captain of the enterprise everybody would just make art wait why wouldn't no there's all these ambitious like you think arrogant you think someone that want to run things they'd be like the admiral of the navy i think so even though though they could want to do power People want powers. Interesting. They like, they, okay, yeah. but what about the guy who's like scrubbing the deck? Well, that's yeah. what I was no, wondering. Like, who's going to the janitor? That's machines. Yeah. It's who's all gonna, machines. Who's going to pick the strawberries? Yeah. Machines. Yeah. No one's. No one's. Machines. Gonna, oh, machines. Yeah, machines yeah. did. Yeah. No, machines totally. are going to do everything. That's okay. Yeah. They're okay with that. Yeah. So the solution to the future is robots. We always come I mean, shit we don't want to do. Yeah. I mean, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Other than making music and 
running a, a spaceship. It would be kind of great if robots just did all the important stuff and then we just like made music and you know but goofed off. That becomes the important thing. They see like I mean, a, f- a future now. sort of until we get to the point where we're in the matrix and the singularity comes and kills us all. Well, we're already in the matrix. I mean, I'm convinced though that until problem. the problem isn't solved by turning it off and turning it on back, turning it on again, that we're fine. Oh yeah. Because technology is great, but it's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> That's helpful. I really want the new iPhone 11 uh, Plus Pro. X. Yeah. 10. Do you have a fear of holes? Of, I do too. I was going to speak. Seen that that people, it's like, it's, it's it's like it's like engaging people's like you know that there's like the fear now, the fear of holes that this thing that's got is that the one with the three camera? Yeah. yeah. Oh jeez, yeah, it doesn't. The people. Work. Are like, so funny fear of holes i, I don't that. think i know what this is i don't either it's a real it's like a real thing people there are people that have like fear of holes oh, it's just, like a new i can just see cameras phobia. in anything, ho- in anything so, i'm gonna look hole, it up so. what that does it this have to do with the iphone it's got three it's got it's three got holes three. now why does it have three holes uh for why they be- yeah, right. <laughs> sorry so you can, <laughs> not only are you zooming I'm in done. you can zoom out now sorry you're behind me so i couldn't see your uh your dirty looks of like I i'm making a dirty joke oh yeah had to. Like no really though jokes. why does it have three in a non-sexual way tripophobia um, well what it, i know about so it is tripophobia. it's better night mode and it's um has wide angle and isn't a band called better night all mode. three together can create high <laughs> so no you know how you pull out your phone and then you see the video and it's like kind of almost a zoomed in version or zoomed yeah, zoomed in and so this it kind of zooms it back out so that it's like the full it's like what your eye is seeing because mm-hmm. your eye sees a lot more than a camera but I can't wait till it gets to be six cameras that's what I'm really waiting oh. for yeah I mean I don't know where it's gonna go what so. are you gonna need what's six for well, that's just better just than more. It's that's just better twice than one. as much. The as types three. of lenses that it uses, yeah, they're all different types of lenses. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's simple math. Maybe like here. a spider. Six is better than one. I love how the iPhone X. I was like, they're trying now. Like, clearly, they're trying to 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 troll us all with the iPhone XS. Come mm. on. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? XS? That's what it was. The last one was an now XS of iPhone. It was an XS. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's ridiculous. Go Apple. Yeah. I just got a new seven. Because I don't care. Seven. Why? Because mm. I want I the care. cheap new thing. I don't. I'm the, the or just thing. the new thing, and I want it cheap, and I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's you, fair. But you said you just got the new seven. I just got a new seven, <laughs> and it's actually not Still even new? new. It's refurbished. I was gonna say I don't think they make <laughs> new seven. How's the and how's the Pandora compatibility? Yeah, with really. your Oh, it's 7. fine, and it's good because the one I had before, I don't think the new Pandora app even works on it. But it's yeah. kind of the battery sucks. I don't even the know why I did it. The worst. I, I have a question. If we're gonna make this back about Pandora, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um, why isn't Pandora available in Colombia? It's oh, not out. It's not available anywhere outside the United States. Is Canada not? Sirius is available in. Canada, uh, yeah, because it's satellite. Um, so technically now, parts of Pandora through Sirius are available, but yeah. no, it's not available anywhere. I believe that a few years ago they started, they tried going international in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, for test. And the licensing just got so complicated that it's it like is. a whole other thing. So um, when when will so they, they be back. available? In I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it's really like they would need a en- huge entire team yeah. of licensing people, and they would need people on the ground. I mean, that's why Spotify is just, you know, they've got people on the ground in Spotify those countries. Spotify and Apple are doing I don't think Tidal, I think it's just Spotify and Apple that are doing this. I don't think. International, you mean? Yeah, like complete dominance. I mean, there's Tencent and all the other international, like, uh, services. Can I admit services. something? Sure. So when I was creating my playlist, I was sitting in Colombia. 
and I tried to get on Pandora, and I was like, yeah, I couldn't use lame. it. But uh, I downloaded some software. To oh yeah, no, people do that. I don't understand that. why wouldn't you just be able to log, log into your like American oh, account it, and no, it shows your it, it shows you where you are based on the internet that you're connected. Yeah, through. that's yeah. what the, the rights so you pay are the rights that you yeah. are in that country. So yeah, I, but you can. But international artists can use all of the tools. They just can't listen to the wow. stuff that they make. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to. I downloaded yeah. a portal to say that I was like somewhere Shh, in the U.S. Just kidding. Well, don't tell. Cops are on their way. I'm telling. I'm telling myself. I know. So I said I was in the U.S. Anonymous caller. Yeah. I said I was in the U.S. and I said that I was listening somewhere in, I think, Florida or Texas. And go Florida. This is while you were snorting delicious Colombian cocaine and what else? I mean, Florida cocaine. You can put a positive twist on it. Just say I wanted to be on Pandora that bad that I like found a way to put myself back in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Just you're going to jail. My soul. <laughs> I will you're say that supposedly more people, we have more listeners in the United States than Spotify has in the United States. That makes sense. Which is nice to know. It's definitely a different demographic. Do you guys talk about the lean back experience of Pandora? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's the lean back? What is that? Just mean? letting it play all day it's and not, not yeah. even touching it. Just like putting interact. on a station mm. that you like. And yeah. just letting it go. I yeah. used to do that when I at my old job. I we used, I they asked me to program the office music, and at first I said no because I didn't want that pressure. Yeah. Because people complain and they have opinions. Mm. But I was like no because then people are gonna play stuff that I don't want to listen to, and I only want to listen to stuff I want to listen to. Yeah. So I did it, and Pandora was great because you could just you know I would pick like the fits and the tantrums station, and it was just upbeat, fun pop music yeah. all day. Wow. And Spotify had playlists, and that was cool. But those would run out. So I'd have to listen knowing that it was going to run out, you know, somewhere in whatever hour and I have to go change it, which I was fine. But yeah, that's the late, yeah, the late, laid back mm, experience. Yeah, because yeah, the Spotify is pitched as a lean forward experience that you uh-huh. technically are making your playlist, you're um, curating your own music. Why, why is that though? I mean, they all, they both have functionality to curate. But it's more what is, they're known for. Yes. Yeah. It's how did that happen? Like, how did Pandora become? Because they didn't that? have the interactive rights. Pandora before. didn't have on demand until they yeah. bought RDO. Yeah. Yeah. A few years ago. I guess exactly. it's you know yeah. it's it's tough because as That's a casual consumer. I, I super get it, but of course, as an artist, right, you always want people to be actively engaged. It's it's yeah, but it's, it's weird and pointless to just be on playlists and nobody knows that they were listening to you, and then it's gone, and th- there's no like you you don't know who that person is. They're not an active fan of yours. They don't know your name. Yeah, you but know? you might have listened to them like you know just on playlists, and all of a sudden you're like, I've heard this before, and it just then it's like it's mixing that interactive with the not non-interactive hmm. the idea with pandora is that you will there are the people who are like oh what is this and they'll be like yeah. oh make a who's this and they'll make a station out of this person yeah and then i have to hear more of their music and yeah. it's discoverability right yeah it's like if you like leon rosen mm-hmm. someone i did not know until Shout i made out. this playlist yeah and i was like this is rad and um, I was like, oh, he's going to, you know, I was like, oh, I wonder who Pandora's going to, you know, like put him on like what other stations and stuff. And, or his station for me is great. It's got like Radiohead and Elton John and like all these like cool male vocalist dominated. Yeah. Anyway, but that was fun. I mean, it's fun to see who I, I, I listened to Kingsley's radio station and it was brand new. Shut so it was up. all tweaked out. Yeah. It was playing like rockabilly, electronic music. And like 
the four tops. Is it just trying to test out what people like? Right at the beginning, it tests stuff kind of out. Like so it's really it's really funny when it's brand new. There was one um, bourbon uh, bourbon theor- theory. Do you know them? Bourbon therapy. Mm-hmm. They're a local group. And um, at the very beginning, he was like, why is this Pandora station playing all Christian music? Like, that's the whole point of our music is that it's not Christian. And he's like, we do like a lot of tongue in cheek stuff. That's and I, probably picked up on some kind of. Like, well, it Christian. was right at the beginning. So the, it, so the music gets analyzed by yeah. the analysts. And so they throw, oh, you know, yeah. the, and so the, by humans, not by hu- Yeah. Machines, so it gets. And so, so each analyst, that is when, a a, when a song gets analyzed, they spend 20 minutes with a song. With a song? Yeah. That's why. What comes up though? Why do they have to go to that song? Because obviously it has to be a pretty. It's like, a. I think they pick it. They just pick something. I mean, either well, so if a new artist, if a new artist goes into Pandora has never been heard before, mm-hmm. and it's in the queue for an, analyzing, I'm pretty sure. I don't actually know. They might just pick whatever song they want, and they just unless there's something that's based specified. on plays. Like oh well, this is their no, most it's popular brand new. Track. Brand new. Oh, so there's zero plays on everything. Uh, well, for the most, most yeah. Part, I mean, yeah. I guess it depends who you are. Yeah. But it was really interesting for for Bourbon Therapy. He's like, "What's up?" And I was so it was right when I started. So I was like, "I don't know the answer to that question." So I asked, and and the guy that I asked was like, "Just give it a day or two, and it'll work itself out." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I, it was. He's like, "This is not what's supposed to happen." What do they do in 20 minutes with the song? Are they just oh, like, they rip it apart. They talk about the what the lyrics are about, the so tonality. So they like take notes. No, there's like this whole gene. It's the music genome, yeah. and they rate things from oh, like yeah, one okay. to, and then it's like rating from like one to five or one to six, whatever it is. Yeah. And then how many it, different criteria are there? Like lots. Like hundreds. A lot. Uh, I think it depends on the genre. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then they talk. They they do harmony. They do rhythm. They do timbre. It's it's really cool. So the people that are on that analyst team, mm-hmm. they're all musicians. Do you um, think Hannah this Glass ever be automated? Hmm? This portion of it kind of can't be. Because like, do you know Musio? Have you heard of this? Mm, I think it's actually I have. an ex Pandora person, but she teamed up. It's it's basically doing this but with machines like trying to do this i mean i suppose it could yeah. yeah um but it would take out the yeah there's the human there's some, curated element yeah of it. like is this actually does this sound good or does this just have these perimeters or parameters that people, yeah you know gravitate towards because i know spotify does you know they have their own radio and i don't know exactly they how they do app. it yeah so i don't know Stations, how they do it it's called I don't, I don't i don't it's it's like Pandora. Yeah. So they like wrote, they have a new app. It's probably three or four months old, but it's called Stations, and it's basically oh, yeah, like I Pandora. What Pandora was before. I think they're trying to get around on-demand licensing. They might honestly. They might just be using data. We which we do too. too. It's like yeah. we know that th- this person likes this and they like this. Yeah. I got to go in and look, and you can look in any user and see what they're listening to. Really. Creeper. Yeah. Totally. I did that. I used to work at TuneIn and did the <gasps> same thing. Oh my god. Yeah. It's. You could fine. find the shame in yeah. what. Oh, it'd be really cool. It's I didn't realize I had the pleasure. power to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Yeah, but you have you have to know what their email they're using and all this stuff. But. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're just using data because they know that like yeah. these people like this and they you know. And it's like if I like a station that's Krogbin. You guys know Krogbin. It's like my favorite fucking um, band right now, but. Like, do I want to listen? Band? Krogbin. They're, Krog- uh, oh, yes. Tyra. It's yeah. spelled weird, yeah. Krogbin. They're yeah. playing in Tyra. With the band with the wigs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're cool. So, like, yeah. I want 
do I want just their music or do I want stuff that sounds like it? Because some people just want just Krogman music on the radio, mm. on the Krogman radio station, or some people want some more artists. Oh, by the way, Pandora has this new feature called uh, Modes, which uh-huh. is that. So you yeah. can take one station, you can do just the regular station, you can do that artist only, mm-hmm. and then you can do deep cuts oh. or discovery. So deep cuts Discover- okay, yeah. deep cuts will be the artists that are associated with whatever you're listening to, but more obscure songs. Okay, and yeah. then discovery will be um, more popular songs by artists that won't normally, that maybe get lesser plays. So Wait, it's cool. There's like popular four songs by lesser known artists. They're, like well, or those lesser-known artists and their most popular song, okay, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so yeah. one will be if you want songs you've never heard before mm-hmm. by artists that you know, or and then the other one is um, artists that you might not know of. Yeah, and it, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty, and then the other one is that artist only. Yeah, because yeah. that is something that's really important to people. I just think it's, I think it'll be hard to manually switch it. Like most people will be like, oh yeah, I forgot to switch it. But I think that is a good first step to like have that. To be able to be like, okay, I want this style of discovery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to see what comes up on those. I end up listening to a lot of like soul, you know, like Nina Simone. Always creeps into my playlist, which is like cool, but it's like no, no. I was like, I'm not in a Nina Simone mood, and then I feel bad about thumbing down Nina Simone. It's weird. Do they know that you actually do like Nina? It's just on that stage. I think. I think my my even though like I you know like I I listen to a bunch of stuff because I end up programming it like I like, like I was saying like ABBA I did a Barbara Streisand playlist last week, but like Nina Simone just con- and Ray Charles, like that sounds like I would in no world would I ever not want to listen to that. But sometimes yeah. I'm just like, that's not really what this is about right now. <laughs> anyway, it's interesting. My um, that's how it works. Uh, I logged into Pandora at my parents' house. And my mom um, threw off my uh, algorithm because she was listening to too much Christmas music. Oh no! And so, like, yeah, so like, it's, it it it, cr- it created a, a noticeable change in my algorithm. Of when music. can we start listening to Christmas music? Like now, what? never. Yeah, when is it? Is I'm it? Jewish. I don't do Christmas, so yeah. I say never. No, just you don't kidding. Like I'm also a Christmas? singer, so I sing a lot of Christmas yeah, music. To, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I worked in retail and I hated when Christmas music kicked in. It was Before painful. Before Halloween. No, it's the, it's the, it's. Mm. See thanks after Thanksgiving. Isn't it, it's I think earlier it's okay. now though. I think it's yeah, okay to no. for me. It's okay to listen after Thanksgiving. Like that's that's one month of Christmas music. That's okay with me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does start like closer. I to, hate December. Starts closer to right. Halloween. Because I'm Jewish and I don't. Care I'm about Jewish, Christmas. but I still. Love I don't do Christmas music. though. Yeah, that's. I just find it, especially as a parent now, it's very stressful. For the oh my god, for the kid, I can't even wait for my daughter to be like, "Why don't we have a Christmas tree?" Hopefully, she will never ask that question. (laughs) Oh, she will. (laughs) We just go. We go hog wild on Hanukkah. We just we're gonna do the eight days of presents. Um, Funny story about Christmas music. So there's a band called Christmas. Listening to their station, supposedly their station is a mess because people it turns into a Christmas music station, mm-hmm. and they're like a punk band, I think, or yeah, something. No, this is kind of their fault. <laughs> yeah, and they that's, knew that's, what they were signing that's up for. A, uh, well, they, it's very possible that they were around before Pandora. It's uh, kind of like yeah. the band, like before Christmas. It's like <laughs> no, it's. Yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> right, or, yeah, BC. that's true. But but it's like it takes on like a whole new thing. Yeah, once the internet. Discovery. I'm gonna comes. start a I'm gonna start a band called the Holiday Pandora Station. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. Ha- I thought you were gonna have a band called Christmas BC. Oh, Christmas, Christmas BC. BC? Before, Christ. Before Christ. Nice. Oh gosh. Oh. 
I like that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be just like the summer solstice? Yeah. Don't ruin but it. But that's the band. It's, it's Christmas BC. Somebody... Or whatever festival yeah. the pagans had. I just saw a great stand-up act that, that blew my mind because the, the stand-up was like, and it was it was for played for laughs, but I, I was actually very taken by this uh, comment that um, he, he grew up watching the Flintstones and doesn't understand how they could have a Christmas special. <laughs> That's interesting. Wow. That's good point. And I was like, I just was, yeah. my mind was blown. I was like, yeah, how are they celebrating Christmas on the Flintstones? And that's hilarious. The archaeologists are wrong. That's what that's what it is. <laughs> they got it wrong. Yeah. yeah. That's the only problem. I feel like we need to not release this podcast for another like two months. Is like, it holiday special? Because yeah, it's, the cri- it's our Christmas special. <laughs> Christmas special. Yeah, we save this one Should for Should we play Christmas months? music after yeah. Should we talk about Halloween? <laughs> just kidding. No, um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't like Christmas either. I don't like December. I think it's a, a cold, dark month, and I think we invented. I think we invented Christmas to like torture ourselves. Slot it in. No, just to, <laughs> to try and ourselves. inject. It was to try and in- inject happiness into a dreary, like right in the middle of a dreary and then the, season. And then the capitalists got. Involved. Yeah, and then and now it doesn't work because Worst. everyone gets depressed I, about Christmas. I don't mind. I don't mind Christmas here in in the Bay Area. I. It's, not too uh, cold. it's a little a little intense in in the Northwest. Yeah. Like, like yeah, it, well, it oh, it's like, like really ridiculous things. Like in Portland, um, they're not prepared for snow, yeah. but it snows every year. That's <laughs> <laughs> like yes, yeah. yes. And so yeah, you get stupid. you get f- like one year I got like maybe maximum four inches, but it was probably two. And yeah. and I was trapped in my house for a week because the the snowplows just never came to my street, and that was enough to make it so I couldn't get out. Yeah, that's dumb. In Texas, it um, when I lived in Austin, it freezes every oh, every God. February, and everyone like freaks out. And it's like this happens every year, you guys. Like, figure it out. Yeah, Minnesota, yeah. we were totally fine with. We had so much snow, and there the next day it'd be Such like weenies. clean. We're just like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you guys know all about you snow. You have to, yeah. Otherwise, no, the news the news poses. in Portland is like every day you're watching cars sliding diagonally down a street. <laughs> like it's literally every day. It's like when it rains here and everyone flips out. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Our streets are getting clean. We don't oh know how gosh. to drive in the rain here at all. No. That's when you go out and you just like dance in the street. It's like, Naked. it's like Burning Man weekend. No, that's Florida. Like no one's here. Well, in, well, it actually snows in Northern, Fl- I'm from Northern Florida. It snows there almost every really? year, but every I, year, they, really? every year they take, they go completely like all the schools shut down and everybody just goes outside and stares at it like it's an alien Where in Florida? substance. Jacksonville, outside Jacksonville. It there. It does. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm bound to get hit by lightning in Florida because every time it rains, I'm like, this is so cool. Every day at two o'clock, how is this like so predictable? And I go out there and run around it and I go, it's warm and raining. Oh, yeah. I'm bound to get, I'm bound to get hit by lightning. Yeah. It's okay. Was it one in, one in 3.4 billion or something? I don't know. Something like that. I'm just throwing out random numbers that <laughs> yeah, on a, my head. Yeah, the chances average. are good for me. Yeah, more likely to get hit by lightning yeah. than, than uh, to attack by a shark. I miss lightning. What about lot winning the yeah. lottery? Thunder. Or getting hired at Pandora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I've, I've applied there six times and yeah, had two interviews. I never had. I feel, like I, should, I feel like I should go back and try to figure out how many times. I have a whole... So I moved here in 2007, and I got... The last job I had, I got that in 2014. And I think from 2006, even before I moved here, I was applying for jobs just continuously. And then the recession hit, right? So there was nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah. You guys should see my application folder on my computer. <laughs> we could trade. 
it, yeah, I, right. yeah. I mean, it's like we're all there. My husband's yeah. now is is applying for jobs. I'm like, dude, you have no. I mean, like, I yeah. feel you. I was like, I was like, I just, he just you he need has to, to see. Learn himself. I mean, it doesn't really get easier. No, it doesn't. But man, but uh, that's when I met <laughs> Stefan when we were we were Fucking hustling. A still. Every, yeah. Yeah. Oh, One yeah. Of we're, still, still we're still the hustlers. <laughs> when did you stop? Are you still applying for full-time jobs, or did you stop at some point? I stopped. Yeah. Uh, in general. Yeah. In general, well, I you're stopped. You're doing something, so. Yeah. Okay, so here's, if you want a story into that, to not make myself sound like a total loser. Um, <laughs> <I'm> a <laughs> loser. <laughs> um, the, yeah, what's it like to be homeless? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I'm spending money on, I'm spending Don't money on. Don't joke about that, Jason. Yeah, I'm spending money on my dues yeah. to have a show here at Mutiny, but I can't afford rent in San Francisco, so I'm on the street. Um, no, but, but, joking. <laughs> <laughs> As I get serious I'm looks joking. all across here. Like, oh, um, shit. No, so, I, um, I had it in my head that, that what I needed was, um, a full-time corporate job in order to sustain st- stability to say like okay i can live in san francisco everything's good yeah and so um uh you could, i started balanced breakfast sort of as a hobby back in 2013 accidentally uh started curating all these musicians bringing people together and people will be like hey um you ever thought about like working with artists? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay, so flash forward six, seven years, and um, there's absolute silence when I'm like sending out these resumes. So I like check my resume, it looks good. Check my website, it looks good. Check my LinkedIn, I go, there's something's broken. And and I was like, okay, well I'll say yes to to one artist. And I say yes to one artist. And I go, this is kind of fun. And someone else hears about that. And I say, okay, I'll say yes to two when artists. When you're saying yes, like, what does that mean? What were you doing? Yeah. It's like, I'm not, I'm not turning down the uh, option of like doing consulting, design, marketing, like helping them with their, like get to their, their brand, their brand to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm suddenly at, um, um, se- seven, seven clients that I'm working with and, and, paid rent two months in a row now and i'm like dang like <laughs> dang, i'm doing I okay yeah i can pay rent That's and 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 um i just locked in an eighth client um nice. and i'm working with mxpx now which is like as a big band in the 90s that that um that they have three hundred thousand uh followers on facebook Damn. it's like it's like oh so what are you helping this is them okay. with? uh we're we're updating their shopify Nice, um, nice. M- uh, ch- changing the way that you receive their information. Okay. Um, Through newsletters and social, or what? It, we're what? gonna start with just making their pictures look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> of merch. That is so uh, key. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> like uh, delve into how how you can access their streaming, how you access uh, 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 Mike's the lead singer's podcast, and oh, nice. All that kind of stuff. It's just yeah. getting everything sorted. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I did that. I did something like that for like, so I was teaching people how to use social media years yeah. ago. It was it's basically, yeah. I've I'm done doing, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I'm basically doing a, a phone call one hour a week with, with each of my people and, okay. and talking about that. Like, yeah. Hey, like, uh, you need to archive some of your Instagram posts or, Hey, you, your, uh, profile picture on your, like I've been dealing with this, your profile picture on your personal Facebook and your band Facebook are exactly the same. When someone searches your name, they're getting both of oh. them identical. It's yeah. Like things like that. Wait, you can yeah. archive face- Instagram photos? Yeah. No, no so that. you don't have to delete them. You can just archive them so you still have the same, um, all the data, but they're not showing up for other people. Mm. So it, would it be stuff that like isn't appropriate or whatever? Or uh, it's for like some reason it doesn't. You post a show flyer, but but yeah. all of a sudden your, your feed is all show flyers, so you can oh. archive all your 
yeah, show no players. Yeah. So about that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. After that. Cool. Yeah. So it looks it still looks pretty if someone's like, do I like this band? And they can go back and look and say, oh, I like their stories. Or yeah. I like yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Their feet. I mean, you really like have to best. stay up on all of the... T- all the tech man i mean it's yeah. like it's insane you it's changed yeah for you if you're an artist yeah. there's no point in doing it yourself uh well, at a certain point i feel the way i always say it is like you got to do it yourself until you're too busy to do it yourself so it's not like yeah. it's not you like gotta, a, you gotta get people to help you because you can't stay yeah. up on to all this kind of yeah. stuff like technology. but i still feel like you have to do it yourself until you're failing like yeah, like like sure. doing it all doing it all and then all of a sudden it's like if you were doing this other thing you'd be making money instead of like yeah. working on your social media which mm-hmm. is like oh. just upsetting you yeah and then maybe make some music every now and then yeah yeah so it's, i think yeah, my cool. my thought is like as soon as um working on those things is um not helping you make money so it's like you could either go out and do a gig and make money or uh, or you could be at home working on your social media. Well, yeah. if I'm at home working on your social media for you and you're making money, hopefully it's evening balances, out, evening at out. least balances. Yeah. If not, you're still making more yeah. money. I'll come to your next show. Please do. My How do you use social media? Somebody know? Oh my God. I was thinking of <laughs> signing up. Right now. You know what I used to tell people about Twitter? Oh, I was like, Twitter. I hate Twitter. We don't even use it. I hate my it. My band doesn't it actually use it. But you have to have something. So even if you don't actually post to it, yeah. have everything we, repost to your Twitter. Yeah, that's all we're doing. That's we what I told account, people to do. I was like, I hate no, Twitter. You can connect it. with actual people. Like, you can't, like, talk to, like, <clears throat> industry influencers on Facebook or But they else. don't. They probably don't. Whatever. You they might not see you, your shit. You build, no, yeah. You, it's not like you can do it once and they're going to, like, start talking you to you. You have to, like, stalk them. Yeah, I mean, you Speaking do. It's you have me to again. follow their Posting lives. On and you have to right give them something that they are like, oh, that was an interesting perspective. Let me follow you now. It's like a, a very yeah. st- a long-term relationship that you want to build. You want to stalk them. Ain't no one got time for that. That's you got to have time for that. That's what social media is. Yeah, no one got – well, I don't have time. I didn't have enough time for that. Then, yeah, you just won't do well on social. I mean, I don't do that well yeah. either, but it's – I do try to get on, on Twitter now. I actually went through all my Twitter followers once when I was really bored. I had a lot of um, Justin Bieber fans, and I didn't know why. I used to blog, so people, I, people would follow me. I used to write for examiner uh, sfexaminer.com. Yeah. Examiner.com, not SF Examiner, the other one. The one <laughs> yes. where they paid you a penny per hit. Did uh, you did that too? Penny per hit, wow. No. Um, I've been on SF Weekly. And okay, yeah, no, those are like legit. Yeah. SFExaminer.com, I think, went defunct. Oh. But. Yeah, it did. I used to gain followers through that for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. And I went through them once and I think I was really bored. Really bored. And I had like a lot of Justin Bieber fans. And I was like, I don't even, I don't even think I've ever even mentioned Justin Bieber. And there was people who had Justin Bieber in their, like their, their description. Yeah. I have no idea. These people don't. I tweet and like they don't. No one does anything. So like I don't think they're real people. Yeah, there's a lot of bugs. Like <laughs> no, they're not real people. This evolved. reminds me of like a month when we posted a, a, a like an amateur music video. We made like a homegrown music video and and it was uh, for some Did you say a homegirl music video. A homegirl made a music video, yo. No, homegrown. Homegrown. <laughs> like I we, said, a homegrown vid- music video. We just video. made a low budget one, one of those, <clears throat> and we had a bunch of people on YouTube in Portuguese writing us to tell us they liked the music. We had to oh, we had cool. to translate it. Because we didn't know what they were saying, um, but they were saying they were saying in Portuguese that they liked it, and I, I never I never I never unraveled that mystery. I don't know where those people came from. Yeah. Um, and then it, then it was all it was all over in a month, and then That's no a, yeah. no more Portuguese fans yeah, after that. Yeah, that happens. That. Those weird little. Pop- and once in a while, like we go on, you know, 
like art, the art the, you know Spotify for artists or, or something like that and check out and see who's listening to the music and it'll be like you know suddenly 50 people in Berlin it'll just yeah. spike and again it's we never there's no way to know why mm, there's nothing what, I can't yeah. I can't like ask there's I mean, no one at Spotify that can tell me you know yeah. like what referral what links or like how it like they got to that no there's no there's no data there should it. there is it's just it's not publicly available <laughs> even to the people in the company it's very hard to we don't have access down. to it that's yeah, exactly. as a band they yeah. might but they're so not going to so you guys us. don't have there's this may be a conversation for offline but isn't there's no like spot there's no da- you guys don't have access to your data well we have the data very basic we have limited data like yeah. we know where listeners are we know when they're listening oh but how know. they find yeah. you and stuff we okay. don't know i feel like i've seen some of but it could have just been like to some bands because you were saying that not everything is available to everybody well yeah there's all kinds yeah. of there's all kind. there's at least like six or eight services on spotify that are only for the the upper crust there's uh there's something called visualizations which are really cool i'd yeah. love to, i'd love to use visualizations on spotify which is like where you have a in a moving image yeah uh, or like oh, a, loop, yeah. a looped video a while, while it plays yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly can't can't do it unless you're like i don't know Hey Jason, have yeah. you have Lady you Gaga or something. have you been on your profile on next on next big sound? I don't know what that is. So next big sound is a company that Pandora bought. Yep. That's where all of the data is. And boom. it's demogra- it's demographic. There's a map. There's a heat map. Data drop. Boom. Yeah. Are you talking about data f- just for Pandora or just data in general? Um, or? it's Pandora, and then it's a lot of your social. Even has your like your Wikipedia yeah. page. You it's can like even modern, program in there. Uh, Modernclout.com or something. Yeah, remember Clout.com? Yeah. <laughs> I I was sitting in a room once. I di- I didn't fully fully know what clout was. I kind of didn't. I kind of did. And this girl was all bragging about how high her clout was. And I was <laughs> oh, like, I remember. Yes. <laughs> and I, I was, I was like, oh yeah, okay, cool, cool. What, what's your clout? And she told me, and I was like, well, let me go check mine. And I was like, blew hers out of the You're water. Like, and I'm like, yeah, what? Microphone exist? drop. I remember this one. It sounds like a fictional version of like if a, if you're, it's a movie about Facebook, but it's not the clout. <laughs> so they have to make up a different yeah. word for likes or like you know. Let's see if it's, it's not yeah, following. Yeah, Black Mirror it's does that all the time. They've right. got like yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- it is Facebook, but yeah. like they call it something else. Yeah, yeah. Facebook's like, no, yeah. we're not going to be on your. Didn't they have an episode that was basically about what China's doing, where yeah. everybody had a score? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one was. Yeah. Oh my god, I love I love Black Mirror that so was, much. That was fucked up and 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 delicious. So good. Delicious. Horrifying. Delicious. I tell everyone to go back and watch San Junipero. Sorry, I know we're not supposed to talk about. Well, this isn't a television show, but do you know this one, San Junipero? Which one was it? It's the one um, with, I don't even know. How, I, I don't even want to, it's, it won the Emmy. Um, you know, let's go ahead and roll a clip. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead. Stefan, we have permission to use Black Mirror. Can yeah, we, right. Can we roll it? But I just want to tell you that Cloud it's doesn't so exist anymore. They got bought. I didn't think, who, yeah, well, yeah who they got they bought by. Get, who did they get bought by? Uh, uh, it's something nobody knows. I guess they just yeah. didn't oh, have the, uh, the Cloud <laughs> yeah, the after cloud. all. It, it's spelled wrong, first of all. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like it won't help you understand why they bought it. Yeah. yeah. Some name. Yep. Well, they did a lot with it. It's really interesting when companies get bought and then they like cease to exist. It's like, why? Turntable FM. No, that just went debunked because of the. But you guys, did you ever use Turntable FM? Oh, it was the sickest. It was basically you were like a little avatar and you'd like walk in, you could start DJing, and then other people would like walk into your like little room. Holy shit. That sounds really. So it's like like Second Life, but for DJs? Yeah. 
That's it was cool. So much fun. And I had then, a friend who told me who, who wore a shirt that said, "My second life is better than my first life," and I had no idea what he was talking about. I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what? I, this shirt makes no sense." To you're me. So officially he to, old. He had to explain to me. What, he had to explain to me what this was like. Admittedly, like, this was probably like a long time. Ten, ago, yeah, like ten yeah. years ago. Yeah, but but I, but I but I but I I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what, yeah. what is this second basically. life? Yeah. This is how I feel about like Minecraft or World of uh, Warcraft or what's the what's the other Massive super wow. Cool yeah, game. like video yeah. games that kids are playing, and I'm just like, I, I don't even know what that is. So I used to work for All Fandom, up. which was Wikia, and I learned yeah. way more about video games than I ever thought I ever would, and I and anime, mm. and I like, yeah, I with these, yeah, massive, uh, what are they? M M O R. Yeah, I I never, like I didn't even know I knew like I I knew about like Mass Effect. And oh, yeah, like these things, effect. I'm like, I, yeah, yeah. why do I know about this? And they're like yeah, insanely yeah. popular. And yeah, I almost got are. a job at Imview, which is like Second Life. And and I was like, this is not, this is not the direction I want to be going. Yeah, <laughs> I was in a, I was in a yeah. design, I was in a design school for a while with a guy, and there was a, a fellow student used to be in my groups all the time. He was a ex uh, UX designer at Zynga. And that guy was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, Zynga. And he's like, nope, it's not cool at all. It's really stupid. I heard it was awful I, to work there. Yeah, yeah. I he know someone like, yeah. Zynga. I can't fucking stand it anymore. That's why he, he was in school again. Also, he was oh. like, I need to learn a new trade. I need to like get out of this video game the world. The video game world is really crazy. It yeah. Is, I'm sure. I think it's really bad at those companies that like are doing the, the uh, uh, casual uh you know, like free to play games too. It's just, it's just a vapid, it's kind of an empty. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like Instagram. You just scroll through and play for five minutes and then give us $2 and then give us another $2 and then give us another $2. It's like, Oh God. No. Gross. <laughs> no, I'll watch your dumb ad. Yeah. Gross. Like I'm sitting on Bart watching I'll these ridiculous the ads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when, um, be- before there was second life or yeah. second um uh, uh, and and pretty much before that like before kind of in the, the the same realm as AOL when AOL existed oh, like wow. right right around that realm my mom still uses AOL hey Jackie Friedman what's up shout out AOL uh, user uh, <laughs> AOL is awesome is it hey, what did dial-up? AOL what what does she use on AOL email email Oh, that's yeah. right. If you go to AOL.com, do they still, still have sign AIM? In. Can I still yeah. talk on? Can we chat on AIM? Is that AIM? AIM? Remember no. Instant Messenger? Yeah. AOL. I think it went down Instant. recently, like within the last yeah. year or two. Like, I, really? I always figure I'm getting spammed when I get an email from AOL. I'm like, there's no way yeah. you're actually having you've AOL. You've got spam. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you have, you're sending me a message from an AOL email address. But, but eight cuties want to meet you on yeah. AOL. That's true. I went right into now. some chat room chat rooms once oh, oh it was, uh, so it was not good on aim i didn't, I didn't know yeah. no in aol yeah i didn't know oh. what i was doing same yeah. same i saw some i saw some stuff yeah. i can't unsee <laughs> i don't want to oh, no basically yeah uh but but so when when like bbs platforms were a thing and it was all text driven and you had Ooh, to going like way back yeah i'm just saying that they're like that that was like the exciting thing is you're like oh i have internet well, what can I do with this internet? Oh, I can log on to someone else's computer where they've stored some games for us to play. Um, yeah. yeah and there was this game that was the closest thing I've gotten to Second Life, which was called Lord, which stood for Legend of the Red Dragon. And so you went in <laughs> and awesome. you like walked through the woods <laughs> and you Legend like, you, you had, at first you had like a stick. And was it multiplayer? 
Uh, yeah, and but yeah, and you had to like stick. basically get better weapons, get better levels, oh, and kind of and like. It, but the, wh- when you first started, you'd go into the woods, and you'd you'd end up dying every time, and they'd kick you out for twenty four hours. So you ca- you had to come back the next day. Oh wow! But eventually, you got a sword, and then eventually. 